Hot cunt. Hot cunt. Hot cunt. <laughs> What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Hot Cunt. It is me, Haley, your host, your friend, and this is a podcast about what is hot in the culture. Say it with me. This week, I am... Right now, I'm actually standing on the street corner of Moab, Utah, recording this into my voice memo as I'm about to board a plane and finish this edit on a plane. That's a cute little behind-the-scenes moment for you. Um, And this podcast is totally not about Moab, Utah at all or anything like that. I just wanted to give a shout-out to where my feet are planted on the universe in this moment. This episode today was recorded a little bit ago with my friend Kelly We recorded when I was in town in Reno, and he is a Reno friend. He is a friend that I met through running my small business called Hoff Goods, which I ran from 2018 to 2022. We became friends during that time because he's also a small local goods maker and curator and small business, and we found each other through doing local markets in Reno and Tahoe. We became friends at a time when I really valued having a friend or having somebody else in my corner who understood what it was like to run a small business like we did. And yeah, we became friends through that first and just kind of bonding over what it takes to run a small business. We have very similar design interests and we're very attracted to similar things. And so it was very easy and organic to get to know each other because I was buying his goods. He was buying mine. We were supporting each other. We were coming up with ideas for each other. And that feels true still to this day, even though I'm not running my business Hoff Goods anymore. I'm obviously doing this podcast and I'm always involved in the world of graphic design and goods always. And we still talk about it and geek out about it. And I just really appreciate my conversations with him. So I wanted Kelly to come on the podcast to talk about his journey into becoming a small goods maker. I know that he has a background that's interesting and fun. And so I wanted to kind of dig into that a little more. Kelly and I are both just kind of nerds about t-shirts and graphic design and the quality of your pants and (laughs) vintage and weird stuff. So I wanted to talk about all of it. And so this podcast goes through it all. We go through Kelly's past as a owning a small brand that was super successful when he was younger to now how it pivoted to him running a vintage goods market that's also successful and aliens. We talk about aliens and some cool stuff from his background. And I'm recently kind of into aliens. So that was a fun combo. But yeah, if you like talking about or thinking about design and quality and goods and materials and stuff like that, or aliens, this is a great podcast for you and just for anybody. So please check out Kilroy Vintage. That's his company. It's great. He's got lots of good rings. All of my rings are from Kelly, and so are so many of my friends. Check him out, and I will link all of his stuff in the bio of this episode. Shout out to Kelly for being on the podcast, and thank you for listening. I hope you guys enjoy it. This is this is professional. This is cool. I like sitting directly across from you. This is feeling very Joe Rogan <laughs> in a way that I've never done. Cool. So you ready? Mm-hmm. You ready to freaking chat, my dog? I think so. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. That looks good. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> we should have probably done yoga first. Oh god, I really could use some yoga actually. Okay. All right. Okay. Live in the studio. Live from Reno, Nevada. We live. I've got Kelly in the studio. We are live. Feels good. Yeah. Let's freaking do this thing. This is a really nice studio. Is this your first podcast? First podcast. I've done like webisode things before. Whoa. Like a little mini doc thing. Oh. Interview. About for what? About Kilroy. Okay, cool. But that was like five years ago. Okay, good. Well, this is your your second recording then. I'm I'm stoked. It's gonna be about Kilroy and beyond. Okay. Cool. Yep. Yep. We got to talk about it all. I feel like, um, as I mentioned to you last night, and then the first time I asked you, I like talking to you. Mm-hmm. I think you're a fun talk. Right. <laughs> you're a fun friend. Yeah. We have a lot of common interests and common experience, at least, I think, from the small business 
of it all. That's how I met you. And that's what I feel like I bonded over because I didn't know very many other people that were running small businesses in this town, Mm -hmm. at least in the like way that we were buying and selling goods and all that. Yep. With a flavor for design. Yeah. So it's been cool to talk to you and get to know you through that, but then also get to know you through just socially and friends and definitely we have a good time. So we're going to bring it to the pod and make everybody jealous. I like it. As we already have. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Get some hate. (laughs) Yeah. So to anyone listening that's already been hating, um, shout out to you. This is, this one goes to you. (laughs) Just kidding though. We love you. We love you. Much respect. No, I'm stoked to have you. And yeah, so let's, let's dive into it. Um, before we start anything, tell me what's your vibe of the day? Like how, I know you started out with a nine mile run. Yeah, that's not normal. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, I've been trying to run more. Um, Michelle, my partner, and I did that half marathon like six months ago. Oh, that's right. And then uh, Haley's actually in town for a wedding. And then our other friends are in for a wedding and they like to run a lot. So yeah, they invited me on that run. And yeah, it was sick. It felt good. I don't know. Good. It wasn't as hard as I thought. Yeah, which Um, means that you're a tank, which means you're like at a level where you can just quickly run a nine mile and feel fine. Yeah. Maybe not totally fine, but um, I'm chilling. But yeah, I got my head clear, better, good, better than just uh, wallowing around, being afraid yeah. to go on a podcast all day. Yeah, so. nothing to be afraid of here. This is the safest space. Yeah, and today we're in a beautiful studio. There's skylights. I mean, the vibes couldn't be better yeah, as far as a recording nice. experience. So shout out to K Wink. Thanks for letting me record here. Um, also, we did a sound bath last night. Yes, <laughs> which <laughs> which we should talk about. <laughs> my my experience was great yeah. but Haley was right next to the bowls yeah my head was in the bowls so I felt like I was <laughs> <laughs> inside of the bowl it was so loud I had to plug my ears and I looked to Sally right afterwards because she was right next to me and I was like dude that was so gnarly loud wasn't it and she was like oh I was fine mm-hmm. she texted me this morning and she was like oh well I had a pillow under my head so that probably like oh, yeah, helped the reverb but my head was like literally touching the bowls and just on the hardwood floor mm-hmm. it's just <laughs> too loud now you know for next <laughs> yeah. sound bath experience sit in the back <laughs> yeah yeah and um it, it was actually stimulating for me it was nice i really liked it but it yeah. was like too stimulating and it wasn't calming but totally you said you were seeing some visuals and stuff yeah i don't know like I don't, yeah I, I i did wim hof breathing during it oh you did yeah oh yeah so you, i did like okay. a, i did like 15 minutes of that where it's like Breathe in, breathe out. You count your breaths, yeah. and then you hold your breath. Okay. And then it's like you, you do thirty second reps of breathing, and then you hold your breath for a minute, and then you do, um, th- yeah, thirty more reps of breathing, and then it's a minute and a half, and then you kind of go up. Mm-hmm. And I did like four of those, and that kind of just Damn. makes you. So I don't know if that produced like actual visuals or what, but I definitely saw some some yeah. stuff and uh, behind my eyelids and. <laughs> it might have just been the light or whatever but no no i don't but think it, so but it was interesting they say those like you can get like dmt not, yeah I, i've never done dmt but sure you, like <laughs> releases it gets that gland going those breaths well i've i've watched some stuff about wim hof i haven't practiced it too much myself except for like while watching it trying to follow along mm-hmm. but i'm really interested in that stuff i, I do it for anxiety yeah and, uh you struggle yeah. with anxiety oh for sure oh god I guess, yeah, bad. Mm. Yeah, especially around breathing, I can't calm down, so. Yeah, that stuff is really beneficial. Yeah, okay. Um, Maybe we should talk about that more later. Yeah, I want to know more about the Wim Hof. I actually first, I think I was introduced to it, embarrassingly enough, through the Goop show. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've seen some clips of that show. Yeah, you know, it's a weird show, but kind of introduced some fun stuff. Sure. Thanks, Gwyneth. Some esoteric shit to, yeah, the, yeah. to the moms out there. To the moms and to, to me, apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the Haley Hoff. Yeah, but <laughs> I have a couple of friends that are trained in Wim Hof and like practice it and teach it. And yeah, I think it's really cool. So I'd like to dive into it more. For but sure. I should have done that last night. I, was, I really could have benefited from some calming breaths. I was trying to, but I was truly, my head was vibrating at a level that I never felt. And all I could think was I'm bursting my eardrums right now. I would have moved. Yeah, (laughs) I know. And then I was like, oh God, I'm going to ruin everybody else's experience by like getting up and shifting and ugh. Yeah. Cause it's kind of like a no. Yeah. At a certain point you can't really do that. Right. And my body was like literally touching four other bodies. Like it would have disturbed. So anyways. I do feel you though. That would be rattle your shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. So, anyways, after that and last night, I'm feeling I'm feeling kind of crazy, but in a good way. Yeah. Nice to be around the homies and hang and do something like that together. Yeah, definitely. We needed it for this to prep. Yeah, I feel the same. <laughs> Glad I didn't drink though. I would be. Yeah, like how I am right now, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, a little crunchy. Like just <laughs> a little, a little sweaty, a little crunchy. Yeah. No, I actually laid in the car and did a ten-minute um, meditation before I got here. Oh, good. To try and get your get my grip. Yeah, cool. So I'm feeling good. Yeah, it's great. Um. Okay, so l- I want to talk to you about Kilroy, obviously, and mm. to anyone that doesn't know who you are, I'm going to let you do some deeper explaining here. But Kilroy is a business that you run, a vintage and goods. You make goods new and you sell goods old. Yep. Um, and you're very successful at it. So, mm. wh- how how did you come up with it? What I want to know before you even started the business, why did you start collecting things, or like what is the impetus behind Kilroy for you? For sure, a little backstory. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Um, well, I used to do a clothing company. Like Haley used to do a clothing company, and that lasted for like six years or plus. Mm. And I was doing a lot of design work and I was finding that all the best, like whether it be logo work or people like making clothes, it's all pretty much based on stuff that's already been made. Yeah. Vintage. And, um, that kind of started when I was 16, 17. Really? Yeah. We didn't do the other brand until I was like 18, 19, but I had some other projects, but yeah, just started collecting stuff to like maybe like influence what I was making. Mm. And then, but I've always been in old stuff. Like my grandparents yeah. like collected yeah. stuff and they, I have a memory of me, of them showing me like coins they collected and like cool. made an, an impact on me. And yeah. My grandpa was in the, in the Korean war and he had some like cool shit he brought back. Like, cool. My grandpa know. was also in the Korean really? war with some fun knickknacks. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Do you know what he did? I believe he was a pilot or something to do with planes, maybe. That's what mine was, jumped out of planes. Oh, no, I don't think he jumped. I Mm. think he just was... Maybe he drove the people. I don't even know if he was flying the planes, but I know he did something with planes. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I would collect all that stuff. And then kind of when Instagram maybe started getting more going, Mm -hmm. what, like 2000... 13, 14, yeah. like more popular yeah. than it was. Um, I, there was just like a very, there was a fair, like flea market kind of style, people yeah. selling vintage, <clears throat> and then Japanese accounts selling vintage. Oh. Um, and that was, and I was kind of like, oh, well, I like, I'm into this mm-hmm. kind of, like, yeah. maybe I'll throw my own spin on it. So, cool. kind of like branded it like how I would a uh, clothing thing and like thought of, the name Kilroy, which is like a dude. Well, I didn't. It's like paying homage to the drawing of Kilroy. You know, the Kilroy was here. No. I'll have to show you. Yeah, after. don't, don't tell me what is that. It's a it's a thing. It's like a World War II thing. And this guy, um, his name was supposedly James Kilroy, and he like inspected ships. Okay. And he would graffiti them with a little Kilroy character. It's like a little guy peering over a thing, and he has a long nose. It's just like oh. a little stick figure thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I, do, I don't know what you're talking like about. like a tattoo of it somewhere. Oh, good luck finding it. I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot where it is. And it's like up here. But um, uh, yeah, he would. Gra- it was like one of the first like American like graffiti things. So oh, cool. he would do these ships, and then the ships were used for World War II. And then the American like GIs would like see it, oh. and then they would draw it all over the world, and then it became like their their cool. like kind of like thing, like mm. back when Americana and that kind of thing was yeah. more noble and like cool, right. like a little bit cooler. Yeah. So, huh. yeah, I started off it was more like military themed, and now it's like yeah rings mainly. So yeah, still I still has vintage. that kind of like old Americana military vibe. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. Yeah. But maybe, yeah, not not in a aggressive way, but... Not like a, I'm so pro-military that no, I... <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. It definitely has its own aesthetic. Totally. Um, but yeah, I like started doing that and then started selling some rings and that kind of popped off. So wait, hold on, pause. Yeah. So this was your previous t-shirt company. Mm-hmm. 
you started that at 16 or 18. Was that also Kilroy? Did you call I it I started a project like when I was 15, 16. That was just like a, a stupid little thing. Pro- <laughs> like not a, made one run of shirts. But then okay. I made a thing with friends called Creep Co. Mm. When I was older. Okay. And it was like traditional tattoo artwork and stuff. Yeah. And that was like before people were really doing that. Yeah. Um, and it was, it did really well. And it was, we had a Zoomies account. We were in these no like way. Zoomies that, uh, yeah, we were in these test Zoomies that were like the hip, Oh hip. my God, Zoomies. Yeah, right. Ugh, <laughs> the way I loved Zoomies right. in high school. They had all the shoes. <laughs> yeah, dude. I still sometimes will go to Zoomies and we'll just like eat it up in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of cool to see what's going on. Yeah. Catch, catch the cultural vibe by totally. going into Zoomies. But, um, yeah, we just like couldn't keep up with it, really. Um, Wait, so that's that's nuts. So Creepco, how long were you doing that for? Like five years? Fuck, I think it was like eight years. Cool. To get into Zoomies is a big deal. Maybe like 2015, I'd say was the last, the end of it, and started. Okay. My dates are all wrong. I purposely tried not to think about it for uh, a while, but <laughs> PTSD. <laughs> uh, yeah, just like moved on. Kind yeah, of yeah. Thing. Just like you know friends have their differences or mm. whatever money gets spent kind of sure thing. well hard, um, to, hard to have a business with your friends at the end yeah, of the day and you learn <clears throat> but i learned a lot so it prepped yeah. me to do like my own thing that i wanted to do that makes sense but yeah we made a lot of stuff we sold a lot of clothes we were doing a lot of american made that nice. was like our thing gosh really well, quality and, and stuff in that time that's pretty ahead of the curve yeah, especially for a small company totally and it like we were doing wholesale and like not really making anything off wholesale because mm. we had uh buy the shirts so expensive yeah and then you're reselling them to a a store which then doubles them right um but yeah it it was like ton of fun did a bunch of like crazy parties cool had band like my friend's band played the dead seagulls who are like touring again now but they would play some shows and like crazy house party things like release parties oh it sounds great yeah it it was like the dream so this is when you were in san francisco or is this truckee where Uh, are you king's beach then moved to san francisco for just over a year and then back to tahoe and then and then we'd do some events like i don't know socal we did like a couple of like motorcycle things and cool yeah and it it was sick and it was well received and whatever but Mm, yeah my heart's more in the like vintage stuff i guess sure so so now you've been doing kilroy for a while Mm -hmm. like you said you transitioned to do more like rings which has been really successful i feel like that's what in reno it feels like you're kind of known first for for sure i know that like my brother is a big fan of your rings i mean i've bought a bunch but everyone that i know thanks everyone loves to support you and your ring but i think like your your stuff is quality top to bottom. I have a bunch of great t-shirts that I bought from you. I love the stuff you make originally. You do a lot. So, yeah. so talk to me about the like variety and the choice you have made to kind of bring in different avenues into the vintage game. Totally. So, yeah, I mean, I want to make like high quality maybe stuff based on vintage or even reproductions. Like mm-hmm. I, I do like recasts of rings. I work with like a casting facility and they'll like straight up just like make a mold and like redo it and i've done that for like seven pieces i haven't made rings Hmm. in a while like my own rings but i'm doing that with necklaces like jesus head pendant yeah like some old school devil like a devil thing i make and yeah yeah, lady a lady silhouette like yeah um yeah there's been some cool stuff and it's nice to just have like be a part of the production and like be like oh this is quality and like yeah. actually like stress that when i talk to people and stuff because they're i mean it's so easy to go on alibaba and just get like right. get whatever you want made yeah. and like i don't know it's nice to be able to like um back yeah. it though you know what i mean yeah and i've had a lot of learning experiences with that and like making stuff that wasn't good yeah. or whatever yeah your stuff seems quality through and through um, but yeah, I haven't been making that much stuff lately. I've been focusing on just vintage rings and putting those yeah. online and, um, yeah. And I mean, I, there's been times where I've been tried to like totally deviate from that and mm-hmm. I just need to like respect that that's the path. what people know me yeah. for and that's what people pays want. the rent and whatever. Yeah. And I have the eye for it and yeah. do that. But, um, 
yeah, it's sick. I want to do more stuff. I'm, I'm planning on um, expanding my website, which right now is pretty yeah. much just rings and a small handful of things that I make. But I'm going to do more things like vintage posters I have a lot of that I need to put online. Yeah. And- yeah yeah the the space when i went in there and saw your stuff i was like whoa like you have a lot more yeah cool shit than just rings (laughs) and t-shirts quarter style yeah well i mean that's that's part of the game right is like if you're going to be a collector and play in the vintage space you do have to kind of play the game of collecting which means Mm -hmm. you have to have space and it's it's intentional hoarding and as long as you're aware of (laughs) it not Mm -hmm. becoming a too big of an issue then it's cool hey it's fun yeah yeah i <laughs> bet it sick. is i like i like doing it i don't really do it all that often but i imagine especially if you have a business and you like know what people want and you're not just shopping for yourself mm-hmm. it's probably so fun to go crusading through the the antique stores and for and, sure flea market yeah flea, flea markets in la are insane yeah by the way cannot believe just the amount of makers and goods and people it's nuts i've sold at rose bowl oh yeah once and shop there and it's like it's a lot funner to shop than yeah sell, but yeah I yeah bet. that that's great like there's bougie stuff there but you can also find it's yeah. so big you can find it's so big gems and i'm sure there's i mean there's silver lake flea i can yeah. think of that one los Feliz flea is our favorite really? and then we also live right by melrose trading post oh yeah which is a little overwhelming honestly it's like so big and we went in the summer and it was so hot that i was like i can't shop here this is like totally <laughs> too much totally but after being in Reno's market space to that, it's like, whoa, it's a totally different level. Vibe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm it's, like, it's not just tools. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I think about like my little rinky dink Hoff goods market setup, and I'm like, God, I would have had to like really level up to play in the LA scene, both I, in my like goods and also my setup. I think you probably would have done well if you, well, thanks. If you, d- yeah. You're, Part of me still wants to do it. I yeah. st- every time I go, I'm like, damn, like I feel a little sad that I'm not in that game right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll be out for much longer. I think I just need to be smart about how I get back into it and not run myself well, maybe, dry. Maybe this can be like, uh, you can just make merch for this and like combine yeah. the, the two. You know? Exactly. That's yeah. kind of what I'm thinking is like, I want, it, I've always, when I was doing Hoff Goods, I always wanted to be making merch and designs for something like just Hoff Goods itself wasn't a thing. I made that thing, but it, like, like having a Kilroy where there's like a, a brand and a feel and a name, mm-hmm. and you can really play into that. I really want that, and I think having this podcast now, yeah, it's like okay, fun. I'm excited. I actually have a bunch of like merch ideas and stuff that I've been working on. Yeah, because it feels like there's a thing behind it that I can understand what I'm, what the goal is. Totally. Um, and so I'm really excited to do that. I just, you know. I don't know. I don't really know what I'm waiting for. I think I just, I I feel like right now it's not something that people will will want. Mm -hmm. And also like, will people want merch for a podcast? I don't know, but. um, I know you could crank out some cool things pretty fast. (laughs) Well, thanks. Or at least one shirt design and just do it. Yeah. Even if it's just for a cool shirt, it doesn't even really need to be that. Yeah. And people will want more maybe. Right. You know? Yeah. That's all it takes is those one couple, those two couple things or whatever. Yeah. I know I have this idea for a trucker hat that I like really want to make. Yeah. Tell we'll us see. more. Hot. I want it. <laughs> I have a couple different ideas, but one is um, just to like put department of hot like on Oh, there. that's sick. And just. Maybe with the phone number. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. 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 Just like really big, like Times New Roman, like stretched font covering the whole brim of a trucker hat. You, you should do it. That's cool. Thanks. Thanks yeah. for thanks for <laughs> hyping it up. Justin yeah. Bieber will wear one, I'm sure. Oh my eventually. god. One day. Yeah. One day. I mean, I'm orbiting right around him. He goes to a coffee shop right down the street from us. So one day I'll just see him and toss him a hat. He wore a big truck and that you know the big truck stuff from Tahoe? No. The like, oh the big truck <clears throat> flat brim. Sorry. Hats. Um, yeah, with the goggles on him. <laughs> oh shut up. He wore one of those? Yeah. When? A bunch of famous people have worn those. I'm surprised by that. They're like a multi-million dollar company now. Oh, they're huge now. I know yeah. that, but I'm surprised because aesthetically to me. They're y- yikes. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine famous people wearing them, except for maybe like moms who went on a ski trip in Aspen. Yeah. Well, but, their other one is just like, it just has a truck with the label or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not my aesthetic either, but. 
Was Justin Bieber wearing this recently? I don't think so. <laughs> You've really got me spinning on this. Maybe I mean confusing people. <laughs> he might have never worn it. <laughs> but I know famous people have worn yeah. those. Yeah, well that's like such a cliche. It's like a Von Tahoe. Dutch kinda. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Von Dutch is back, baby. Yeah, did you watch the documentary? No, but I really want to. It's in my queue. It's pretty good. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Also, you told me the other day about Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, or just not 2, Tony Hawk. Ugh. The documentary about the video yes. game. Yeah. Like, become, <sighs> finding. it's either called Finding Superman or Becoming Superman. I can't wait to watch it. I That's added good. it to my queue, too. It gets you fired up. It's got all the music. and. Well, yeah, you posted that. What was it? A video? Oh, yeah. You were oh, lifting, yeah, yeah, deadlifting yeah. to that, that song. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Power Man 5000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah incredible throwback and i loved that video game more than any other video game on planet earth i think about it all the time yeah i really do it's crazy how it like ingrained something in my brain it's fun i was good at it yeah i was really good at it i loved it i was passionate about it (laughs) you could have the combos that went for ever yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i mean those soundtracks are like incredible legendary they're so good i listen to them a lot my brother and i will listen to the two was our favorite Mm -hmm. and so we Often when we're like getting ready to like go out, we'll put that soundtrack on, I mean, hype it, us up. It's, it slaps. <laughs> it's so good. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So I want to ask you about like inspiration. So you mm-hmm. said there's military inspiration, but when, when it comes to like other makers or other brands, like who do you kind of look to as like who's doing sick stuff in your mind? Like what, what's hot in your mind in the world of vintage? Um, I mean, there's kind of a thing going on now where there's a couple vintage sellers. Well, there's a lot and they're going to these like old barns and stuff and finding like old jeans that are worth thousands and thousands of dollars. What? And that's like a thing. And I, I mean, that's not really inspiration. In barns? Yeah. Just like, like old, pairs of jeans floating yeah, in Yeah, like old houses that are abandoned and they'll get clothes. Whoa. Yeah, like um, in the Midwest and stuff. And that's like interesting. Hmm. Yeah, that is um, interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they're like kind of the hot, like they're doing, um, they're selling up this thing called uh, Durango Festivus or something. And they're the one of the dudes, Brett Eaton, who actually goes into mines here. Oh. Uh, it's really pretty wild. And yeah, he'll like go into abandoned mines and look for these jeans. And that's like very, very, very dangerous. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, uh, yeah, he's kind of like a badass. He's like probably like 45 and. So all these people were just leaving their pants around? Yeah, <laughs> I think they would leave them like as their work uniform, like how you would, like hang up your work oh, uniform because sure. the, the jeans were like the the work mm-hmm. the working clothes. God, imagine yeah, the, those jeans probably have so much yeah shit in there, so much like texture and story oh, history. For, oh, in for sure. Jeans. <laughs> so like the com- the brands will want to um, buy them to reproduce like the fading and stuff. Oh. But I think wow. the most expensive pair sold last year for like $130,000. <gasps> so that stuff's Whoa. interesting. Like that, uh, I mean. That's may- really may- crazy. Maybe inspires me to want to look in some barns. Yeah. Um, Joey and I have talked about it, who's over there. <laughs> no way. Well, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, because he's into yeah. that stuff too. Um, but like design wise, man, I'll just be like scrolling through and if yeah. maybe there's something that just catches my eye, but it changes so quick, right? Like it's cons it's, and there's so much of it now. Yeah. Like it's, it's really crazy. interesting with what people are doing with the, um, croc style shoes. Yeah. I've seen ones that look like leaves. Oh yeah. I saw are, someone uh, yeah. in person wearing those the other day. Yeah. Like, they look pretty tight. Like, cause you can just kind of do whatever you want with like a 3d model. So that's kind of yeah. interesting. Like clothes like that. That's kind of cool. I saw there's like some Instagram that's kind of popping off and it's like a kid that's doing, or he might be an adult. I shouldn't say kid, but <laughs> uh, they might be an adult. Um, <laughs> it's like a trucker hat. And then he's doing like old, um, like a Black Sabbath, like album, like logo, oh. like like Brock stuff that yeah. you've never really seen on a hat before because cool. he has like an embroidery machine or whatever. Oh, that's tight. So that's just like interesting. Like yeah. haven't really seen it before kind of stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, the most inspiration is like where when I'll make stuff is based on straight up like it's either literally remaking a ring or if I'm doing graphics, it's like I'm looking up old. Uh, I'm, I have like a collection of old... Um, matchbooks mm. or i'll want something in that vibe and i'll like look it up yeah on ebay like look like i right. want this kind of car or like whatever and then it's like 
kind of like going through and cool finding like cool layouts and then meshing things together yeah. and drawing my own pieces and whatever yeah so that's sick that's definitely like i have uh i have binders of like old bar napkins and cool just old magazine things and cool um well there's a plethora of that around here too yeah totally i have that i've i'm super inspired by that stuff too my dad um has worked in casinos mm-hmm. since the 80s um and he worked specifically at what's now um grand sierra but was there when it was bally's and mgm and uh-huh. and the hilton and it's been through all these different changes and he has really cool jackets and hats and matches and coasters he just like collects things totally years there and yeah. that's all been so sick he's he even has like bright neon fanny packs sick. like really cool stuff and yeah. so that's always been around my house that i've pulled inspiration that's how from i met too. your mom right because your mom was yeah. a, a uh, show dancer yeah yeah that's yeah, cool. wild yeah yeah so i've got casino in my blood yeah <laughs> i was i was concepted i mean that's some casino. like cool kind of like cool americana stuff that yeah. people don't really think about like yeah vegas and reno well, right, History. and especially because my mom was a showgirl, and my dad actually—I should show you—you'd you'd like this stuff. He designed all of their T-shirts mm-hmm. for the show, and because my dad's oh, an really? artist, cool. Yeah, and some of the stuff is really sick, like mm-hmm. all these artists—sorry, uh, these drawings of showgirls with the feathers kind of going out, and it's all in like puff paint, like teal and pink and white, like really '80s vibes. Mm-hmm. Really sick shirts with like. Yeah, hand scripted. I don't know. I'm like, Dad, these are tight. Like, if if we yeah. could reproduce these now, these would be flying off shelves. But he like hand did it too. It was like pre Photoshop or anything. I love. You know? I love to see him. Yeah, I'll my, get some my dad made shirts too really? in the '80s. He yeah. uh, he mainly sold like Tahoe shirts and stuff. Yeah, in South Lake. Cool. But he made a couple. Like there was a bomb at uh, the Harrah's, and he did like I survived the no way whatever. There was a bomb. bomb. Like a bomb scare, maybe they like, mm. it didn't go off or something. Wild. But uh yeah, he said he like made enough money to like buy his first like used car oh or something. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Or, so look at us. We're just like yeah, we second generation huh? second generation shirt makers. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it's funny. That's cool. I would like to have my a mom, I survived the bomb shirt. My mom wasn't a showgirl that I know of, but that you know of. I know. Well Some what did your mom service. do? She she did the same thing as my dad. Didn't make shirts but sold like to uh, souvenir shops and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, well, uh, that's rep, cool. Rep stuff. Yeah. And then they bought they they actually had one of the first skate shops in Tahoe. No way. Yeah. What was it called? Um, he called it CR Shirts and Shades. <laughs> I <laughs> love it, that. But the upstairs was a, a skate shop. Cool. And I've only seen one photo of it. Hopefully, I can get it. But there's like old high top vans and all the old skate decks and wow. stuff. Wow. But Mile High is a famous skate spot. It was like a ramp, okay, and like um, the Bones Brigade, like Tony Hawk and stuff, would yeah. go up there and skate it, and it's like one of the most wow. iconic spots of all time. And he was telling me the other day, I didn't know this, but he was trying to like get it and put it in his parking lot because oh. they because they got rid of it for, oh. for some reason at the spot it was at the house. So cool, it was his scheme to like yeah try and get the ramp, which Damn. is like crazy to me. Yeah. But, so did your dad skate? uh he's pretty old he like slalom skated and then he sold like snow stuff and i think he was just kind of like jumping on and like windsurfed and i think he was just kind of like jumping on trends that sounds fun yeah he's kind of boring now but we we still like him (laughs) we all get bored yeah boring as we age right he still has the shop he's like that's his like thing yeah it's still called sierra sun and shades sierra shirts and shades shirts and shades but it's like it's like more like carved bears and oh yeah yeah the classic tahoe stuff he sells maui gyms and What's Maui gyms? They're like nice, nice ass sunglasses. They're the only ones that use, uh, probably not the only ones, but they have uh, glass um, lenses. Aren't all? No, they're polycarbonate. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! I didn't things. know that. No, I, I worked in retail for like a while. That's why I know that. But okay, yeah, uh, Maui gyms. Yeah, they're sick. They're like it's some Jimmy Buffett. Oh shit. R.I.P. R.I.P. to the God. Damn. The God of the beach. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. So your dad sounds tight. I want to go see his shop. Where is it? It's uh, in Kings Beach. Oh. Across from the uh, miniature golf course. Oh. Man, I've probably been in there. You probably have. (laughs) That's crazy. It's like one of five shops there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm very familiar with that mini golf. Yeah. Whoa. Cool. Our world. I bet our parents or grandparents knew each other. Probably. Because the Korean War thing 
is interesting. Yeah. My parents are collectors in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they're like in the space of like really liking and collecting cool stuff. And yeah. I've been I've been raised with that mentality as well. So. Cool. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. Today's episode of Hot Cont is brought to you by Wiselens. You've heard me talk about Wiselens before. They are an indie luxury beauty brand making effective, renewably sourced skincare formulas for sensitive skin. Every Wiseland product is under $35. It's made in NorCal and it's queer and employee owned. I love Wiseland's products. I had now am the proud owner of the cleanser and the cream and the daily rosemary exfoliating cleanser. I personally love the cream. I use this every day and I have for the last two years or so. I use it in the morning at night. It's renewably sourced. It's a moisturizer for daily use. Soothe and firm, sensitive skin. It's soft. It's chill. It's gorgeous. It's easy to open in the bottle, (laughs) which is important. And it hydrates without feeling heavy or greasy or sticky or any of the above. I really love it. It's vegan, silicone-free. And you can get some now, too, with a discount for Hot Cont listeners. Type in code CONT15 at checkout for 15% off. This is going to be a segue, but I know that I want to talk to you about aliens. Right. Because I know that you're into that and I'm <laughs> recently into it. Yeah. I'm a new I'm a new alien lover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it started for me last summer. Yes. And um, we have talked, I think we've talked about aliens before, but we really got, what hole did we go down? Maybe UFOs or something. I don't even know if you'd remember. but I don't was, really remember. There was one night where we were drinking a beer and like you started telling me about something and we went so into it and I was like, whoa, I want to yeah. keep going. Sick. And then you told me the other day that you're into aliens right now, uh-huh. which I'm really excited to talk about. So what? Well, I saw that UFO when I was, maybe that was it. I saw you, I saw a UFO during the day oh. in Tahoe. Oh. And uh, maybe that is it. And then I don't remember. Or, you saw one with your own yeah, eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I saw like a, a disc, like. Thing. What? Yeah, and I—I I mean, it could have been like an aircraft or whatever, or like not alien, but yeah, no, other this, people for the sake of this podcast, yeah, it was a UFO. Yeah, and other people saw it. There was like I was eating at uh, pretty much what's the Nugget in Kings Beach, and it mm-hmm. like overlooks the lake, and we were like facing the lake, and it just kind of like like went over the mountain range and just kind of like hovered. No. Yeah, and like went, you could see it like under the other mountain range, like it was that close. And then other people are like, what the hell is that? And like, whoa. And then it just kind of like disappeared. And, (laughs) and I was like 16, and that like, whoa. I I was maybe always interested in that stuff, but like that, like totally kind of like blew my mind a little bit. Yeah. And like, I think that's maybe what like really started like absorbing more sure. of that stuff and yeah well if you see something kind of crazy shit. like that at 16 like how yeah. could you not yeah so that was pretty crazy <laughs> yeah um yeah i don't really know um like with all this uh like the congressional hearing yeah um all the I new watched, hype yeah yeah i i watched all all of that and that was interesting but they didn't really like say anything but still alluded to like like I mean, basically, they say we have straight up yeah. non-human technology and stuff. Right. And I mean, that's interesting, and I think a lot of people kind of like meme it and like. Yeah. I mean, I think that shit's funny too, but um, <laughs> but I think people don't really want to like actually think it's real because it is kind of scary and totally like the people just kind of want to like pay rent and like not really worry about yeah. what the actual there's too much of that yeah, is too you know? much day-to-day stuff going yeah. on for most people to start thinking about aliens which is fair yeah <laughs> it's very fair um 
but yeah, yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's like a fun rabbit hole. And I've heard like a lot of stories and yeah, I think there probably is aliens. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, I think we probably have technology and maybe even governments have like made mm -hmm. like connection with them. Is yeah, well, I it's kind of seeming that way, right? Yeah. Well, the Mexico thing. So yeah, tell me about the Mexico thing. Okay. Because I don't think I know what you're talking about. Everybody just says the cake meme because like you saw that like uh -huh. them cutting it. It's like a like the people that make the cakes that look realistic. Yeah. And then they made one of the aliens. You've seen the photos, right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, photos of what? Of aliens? Yeah. So there was a Mexico congressional hearing. Okay. And I had that like live on YouTube, like somebody was streaming it from Mexico and like had cameras set up on their thing and there was like a thousand people watching it. Okay. So there was a Mexican, like a Mexico congressional hearing about aliens okay. or about UFOs or whatever. And I, it wasn't subtitled or anything and I don't speak Spanish. So I just kind of had it on. Mm -hmm. And then about halfway through, they bring out like black coffins. No. And they open them <gasps> and there's like scientists like talking about them and stuff and and they look silly. They look like E.T. or whatever. Should I pull it up real quick? Yeah. Okay. What? Um, I mean. And they're claiming these are real aliens? Yeah. Yeah, they're saying. And they, they, um, <laughs> they've done like, they're cl they've claimed they've done like $5 million worth of DNA testing and like x-rays on them. Oh, my God. But I don't know. I haven't, everyone I've ever like talked to about it doesn't think it's real. But I don't know. I don't know like. I don't know. What? I don't know why a whole. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't know what the agenda is. Why you would fake fake it or whatever. I think that's but, a great question. Yeah. Why would someone fake it? Where? Well, yeah. Interesting. People. People are definitely going to think that I'm silly for. No. Even no. like remotely saying it could be real, but I'm. I mean, well, not me. I think it's interesting. I. But um, look, I mean, it does look like it does look silly. That's how. <gasps> <laughs> it, it it does look like. A, <laughs> Like it could be made out of paper or whatever, but I don't know. Whoa. Yeah. Well, it looks like it's made. It's a fossil. It looks like yeah. it's made out of sand and it looks truly a like what we consider alien. Right. It does look like a little E.T. Like, well, it's like once you start thinking about it, it's like, why would all of our alien depictions look so similar? Like, what is that about? Totally. And every single person that I shouldn't say that a lot of people that say they've had alien encounters describe that like very similar look yeah like the the oval head yes the oval head big and... dark scary eyes yeah so i don't know like even if it's fake i think that's very crazy that a government is like yeah having their brightest scientists pitch you this <sighs> idea that this is an alien thing i don't know so. i can't wait to dive into that so that's is that disconnected or connected to the same thing that we just did here in the u.s are those congressional hearings the same i think they did it timing wise the same mm. but they didn't have any of the same people and we pretty much the mm. dude david grush that was like in charge of this like uap thing who was like the main guy he basically he said under oath that he thinks we have craft and like all this stuff but he was very like touch and go about like yeah. what he could talk about and yeah like he like said he fears for his life and stuff and whatever and because of because saying too much. It's like uh, the people that would have access to the tech are like these big companies that right. have exist existed since like the 50s. And I don't know if that gets out. It's like. That shit is what makes me mad. Yeah. Because it's good. I, I mean, technically, like I think if we had that tech, we probably wouldn't have gas and right gasoline right. and stuff. And Oh, God. So it all comes back down to capitalism. Pro yeah. Pro and money. Yeah. I, 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 I would think, you know, but yeah, that's kind of what he yeah. said. He's like, there's like three big companies that kind of like control it and whatever. Oh God. Okay. Well, I was just originally thinking while watching those hearings, like mm -hmm. imagine working for the government and knowing, imagine your day-to-day -day job is going in like researching and dealing with alien discovery that we already have and right. you're not allowed to talk about it to anybody yeah that's crazy i yeah. cannot imagine yeah. working in a way where you like do stuff like that and not talk about it like i was watching that guy and it was so clearly he was like saying as little as he could mm -hmm. without getting in trouble or giving away too much yeah but also so clear that he knew so much more yeah and i'm like that guy like his life he probably has a family and shit and yeah. he can't talk about it to anybody for sure that i would never want that job but I also like 
now I understand like he's probably a, feels like under attack because now everyone's going to want to get shit out of him and right. What a weird world we live in. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where it goes from here, but it's like I I never thought that this would happen. Like yeah. being somebody that's like, yeah, aliens exist and blah blah, blah like yeah. for sure or whatever. That that it's, it would come this far, but who like who knows? It'll be interesting to see. You know, <laughs> it, I can't wait to see where it goes because to now just have confirmation in any way that there is evidence is really crazy and it's only going to get people i like it's, it, my opinion is that everyone's way more fired up now mm-hmm. about it because like now we want to know more mm-hmm. and hopefully that encourages more more people to believe 16 year old boys who see ufos come over lake tahoe and like <sighs> you know hopefully that sure i mean i don't know maybe that doesn't matter but i'm like a, as a new person in this world of alien discovery i am like fired up for just wanting to talk about it and wanting what like, what's your like why why is it new <laughs> is it because of that stuff or no um i to be honest i just never really thought about it that much mm. like i think i would think about it sometimes when i was like camping or just like looking at the sky and feeling overwhelmed but i never mm. really like sat down and thought about what they might be doing or if they're more advanced than us or less advanced i, like, I just didn't go deeper than that mm-hmm. and Michaela's really into it mm. and she has also like seen something yeah that like made her question things and she was telling me about that experience and we were driving out in the desert kind of like by Las Vegas mm-hmm. you know where it's just like bleak desert forever and we were thinking about area 51 and all that stuff too because we were kind of in that zone and she's telling me this story and it was just kind of nuts also, it was like a really funny thing. She was telling me this story about, um, it's a really famous story. You probably know it from the 60s of this couple that had an encounter. Oh, Bonnie and Barbara Clyde or yes. something like that. They were a mixed race couple. <clears throat> yeah. And yeah. Okay. Yep. So she's telling me that story because she read the book. Yeah. And then we keep driving, whatever. We get to our hotel for that night and I turn on the TV and mm-hmm. it's on the documentary about that couple, yeah, totally. which was crazy. So I was like, let's watch this. And then I was like, that yeah. that shit fucked me up. Yeah. And then I went and listened to like four podcasts totally. about it. And then okay. it was like, that's the story that really got me hooked. That's the kind of sh- shit that I'm into is that older testimony. Yeah. And like, or I mean, new testimony too. But yeah, there's that story that's crazy. And then there's this one that's recorded from the 60s or 70s. And it's two dudes that were like fishing. And they got abducted, basically, mm. and like said all this stuff happened. And then they went into the police, and they were telling the like, no, like this happened, and and um, the police like, like left them, but left the recorder on. And okay. there's like you can find the recording of them, or it's like documented, and and oh they're just God. pretty much like consoling each other, like they're like crying and stuff because it was so like scary. Whoa. Um, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's just stuff like that, like. Well, and you really start to think about it and you're like, why would these people make this shit up? Totally. Just, Unless they were like truly like mentally ill or you like really alienate yourself yeah. by doing that. Yeah. <laughs> really? And like yeah. you don't you you make yourself vulnerable to like lose everything and people think you're absolutely crazy and Right. When you really start digging and poking at all the details, it's like this would be a really insane thing for someone to make up. Totally. And there's no benefit into it. So I don't know. Yeah. I I'm really new to it besides that story and mm. a couple of the podcasts I listened to. But that was, like I said, last summer. And then this summer with these congressional hearings going on, I'm like, oh, man. Someone's and I saw and I saw Nope, which also had me thinking uh, a lot. I was like, that kind of disappearing into the sky thing was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I have uh, one kind of crazy story um, from when I was younger, like and I had a friend and uh she we were just kind of like msn pen pals no you know <laughs> msn you, pen pals. You, you know what i'm talking about yeah and uh like myspace days pretty much <laughs> um and i i knew her for like a year and uh she she was a friend of a friend like she was a real person um <laughs> it wasn't just like a, someone else but um yeah and sh- i knew her for a while and she's like hey i want to tell you something like um, I, I like I'm just talked to you for a while, and you're kind of like seem to be open minded and blah 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 blah. Um, like 
and I don't really have many people to tell. And she's like, aliens have been visiting me and my mom, like, like since I can remember, like, Whoa. and they like visited her mom and stuff and like gave me this whole breakdown that they'd like come in while she was sleeping and stuff. And at the time, honestly, I didn't, I really didn't like believe it. Yeah. And then started reading more and like how they contacted her, like, t- like telepathically and stuff is like coherent, wow. like lines up with how. Whoa. people's other stories are and stuff and it Whoa. was just like i've never forgot about it because it was like so on yeah. key with like other things like and who like who knows maybe it wasn't real but it it seemed very sincere yeah <laughs> and um that just stripped me out and whoa yeah the, whatever happened to your friendship with her um you know i don't know it's just like <laughs> the msn people, pen pal i didn't sign on to msn again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah just like, just like when you delete your facebook and right Half the people you never never see them again. See them again. Honestly, that sounds freeing. I need to delete my Facebook. Yeah. Damn. I haven't been on Facebook in a while. It just gets me my wheels turning. I'm ready to do some more yeah. research in the alien world. Yeah. It's fun to talk about. Fun to look stuff up. Yeah. Freaky. I'm not like I'm not like about to go to some local meetings and be like, tell <laughs> us about the aliens or anything. Like I'm just You're not about to dedicate your life to it. Yeah, but yeah, I've seen some stuff and I've had a lot of people tell me their personal stories and I just think there's like way more to it, you know? Yeah. Well, it's a giant universe and for us to expect that we know everything about it is absurd. And totally. There's so much even in the ocean that we don't know about, like... For sure. On our little planet. That's yeah, crazy. In the, in the Amazon and stuff. And God, when I think about the dinosaurs, I'm like, I can't even believe that the dinosaurs were a real thing and like shared the same earth that we're on. Like what's going to be after us? Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. So what's next? What's next? I mean, it's coming soon, you know, like this. We'll this probably version, blow ourselves up or something. <laughs> this version of Earth is, that. <laughs> is coming to an end, I think. So not to get dark, but yeah, something beautiful will come from it. Who It'll knows? be like, nope. And they go. Yeah. The rich people will go into space or whatever and try to colonize. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Great. OK, yeah. let's let's get to the big segment. Are you ready? Yeah. The big segment. Yeah. What the hell are you hot for in oh, the culture? Shit. Oh I made, shit! I made like a, <laughs> oh, I, I, made, I made like a little brief list, and I'll expand on it. Or I'll cute field notes. Thanks. Feels on brand. Yeah, you know, I are... met. You know, I met Aaron Draplin. Is that who did this? Uh-huh. I don't know Aaron Draplin. You don't? No. Oh, he's so your. I feel like he's so your style. Really? He... Is he? Is he from here? No. No. That's cool. It's a Nevada one. Yeah. Oh, he's like my design. Really? At least at the beginning of my like design career, he I like idolized him, and I met him. I gave him a bunch of my stickers, and he was, like, a huge fan. Oh, no way. It was way. so cool. Yeah, I mean, these are beautiful. Yeah. Like, so, Aaron Draplin, okay. check him out. I will. Thanks for yeah. dropping that. On, yeah, yeah. Dr- <laughs> blessing me with that knowledge. All um, right. Hit me. What do you okay. hop for? Hop for fun bumper stickers. Yeah. <laughs> yes, me too, like, turns out. Like, my other cars. My Yeah, my other cars a broom. <laughs> that kind of thing. Can I tell you one that I just saw on the way here? Yeah. It said... No baby on board because I only do anal. Oh. Can you believe that? That was on somebody's car? Yeah, right that's in front sick. of me for you. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. I was like, who are you to have that on your car? You, you've seen the, the MILF one? <laughs> Which one? Man, I Love Frogs. Oh, yeah, MILF, yeah. And it's like, Man, I Love Frogs. That's I love pretty good that too. one. Yeah. God, I miss the bumper sticker game. Yeah. So more people just need to make funny, I feel like you should do that because your design is like... I, I have a couple... Okay. I actually, well, I have I have the one. Follow close. I'm lonesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've just remade the same one for like five years. Yeah, but, I like that one. Or beep 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 my ass, and then it's Wiley Coyote punching. Beep beep my ass. Red Runner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that too. Yeah, that's just like those are both rips of old things. It's good. Um, I'm hot for that stuff as well. Do I go hot and then I do not? Or yeah, do you have hot mo- hot hot? Not not not. Hot, hot, hot. Let's just keep the hot, hot, hot. Okay. (laughs) Um, Hot for Man on Fire, the 2004 Denzel Washington and decoding and Dakota Fanning movie. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like it's really sweet, and it was um, yeah. We just rewatched it uh, with Michelle, and we both like we're super into it. I haven't seen it. It's sick. It's like a really sick old action movie. Okay. Yeah. Why do you like it so much? Um, it's just like a fun like uh it feels 90s it's 2004 but it's like mm. kind of that and uh it's just like peak denzel like badass cool 
Dakota Fanning. And Dakota's probably tiny. Yep. And she's okay. good. And it's like filmed really crazy. Mm. And it's all filmed in Mexico City. Mm, beautiful. Um, it's just like paced well. Great. Yeah. I love a, a I love a throwback movie recommendation. Yeah. So and it's, on fire. I wrote this down. It's 39% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, which isn't good. Yeah. But the user review is 89%. Wow. And I think when I looked last, it was like two months ago, and it was more like 87 or lower. So I think so it's gone up. I think it's like more in the zeitgeist mm. and like being appreciated more now. Well, after this, everyone's yeah. going to go watch yeah. and rate it. It'll be a 95. You know, I've never rated anything. I don't rate things either. I may just, maybe I should. <clears throat> I kind of trust it, but. Yeah. Not really. I mean, you kind of got to go check it out for yourself. Yeah. Kind of yeah. I do use the maps, not not Google Maps, but the Apple Maps. And I'll like. Rating? Look for, yeah. And that's how I like. In cities and stuff, I'll look for food, and it works really well. What? Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. You just, like, type in food, and uh-huh. you can, like, look at all the close things, and you can look by rating. Okay. And you can kind of, like, check it out, and it works sweet. I, I, wow. I, I, I do that when we travel, like, all the time. That's really good to know, especially yeah. when I'm in L.A. and needing a new food recommendation. Yeah, that shouldn't be too hard there, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, it's too much. It's too There's too much to choose from. But I'll pick one for you. You can. That'd be fun. You can text me and all. That's actually a really fun idea. Yeah. You can, like, be the director of my night. That could be, like, a service. We could, like, charge for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to monetize. Everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. Okay, what else you hot for? Um, well, I also wrote down um, it's it's like kind of a bummer to well, I'll start with my not because it's like kind of a bummer, you know, to how to you get told about a restaurant and it's like super like oh this place is good blah 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 and then it's like expensive mm-hmm. and then you're just kind of like let down sure. you know that's like a big not for me a big yeah. pet peeve <laughs> but I I love like getting surprised by like unsus- unsuspecting places yeah that's like a good feeling that's like totally. a win you know has that happened to you recently can you name drop somewhere um yeah we were just in Carson City and we went to like uh, a place called Villa Basque hmm. and it, they've been making chorizo there for like 50 years whoa yeah the Reno heads that listen to this will maybe know or the yeah. Nevada people but it, it was like so, so it's a Basque restaurant, I'm yeah. assuming. Cool. Yeah, it's Basque and like Basque Mexican c- collab. Whoa. Like I got enchilada, mm. like these chorizo enchiladas that were insane. Oh, gosh, yum. Yeah. But um, shout out Villa Basque. Villa Basque. Gosh. They have cool hats, guy holding sausages. No way. Yeah. Did you buy one? Didn't buy one. Next time. Next time. I bought Natalie some chorizo for her birthday, though. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Nothing and says. And she's Basque. Says love like some chorizo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she she is Basque, huh? Yeah, so that's good. Good gift. Yeah. Okay, um, love that. And I, I get what you're saying about the, the knot as well. Yeah. yeah. When you're let down by a place and you just like threw down a bunch of money and you're like, eh. What? Yeah. Meh. Bummer. Yeah. It can piss me off. Yeah, okay. <laughs> good to know. It, it can sunder my skin. No, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Another hot is being yourself. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hot for that too. Yeah. I think everybody has something to offer and shouldn't try to placate to like trying to be like like anyone but themselves. Yeah. Figure out what you love and try to do it. Be yourself or bust. Yeah. Hell yeah. There's the bumper sticker. There's the bumper sticker. Boom. Boom. We just did it. Yeah. Be yourself or bust. I like that. Not back on bumper stickers, political and like honor roll student stickers. Oh my God. The uh, honor roll stickers are so silly that those are still a thing. Not hot at all. <laughs> <laughs> I still, unfortunately, have a Bernie sticker on my bumper, so I can't say anything about the political Yeah, ones, I mean, but... I align with that, and it's like, <laughs> that's cool, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I've been wanting to scrape mine off. I just... Ugh. What is it about scraping stickers off that's so hard? <laughs> like, mentally. Yeah. Mentally to get there, because I'm like, I know this is going to be a sticky hard you got to get out, like, the uh, hair dryer. Yeah, and, like, oils and, like, knives, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, God. Yeah. So I've been thinking about doing that for my Bernie sticker since 2017, and I, I haven't mean, done it Bernie's yet. Bernie's great. He's still senator. Yeah, he's still my guy. So. Yeah. yeah. So I ride I ride for Bernie, but yeah. <laughs> I have thought about it. Yeah. Well. Okay. Another knot, one more knot. Let's hear it. Mushroom coffee alternative. Oh. Not hot. The chaga, the chaga <laughs> mushroom teas and coffees. Yeah, I'm into I'm into the mushroom supplements and stuff, and I do I have like chaga and mm-hmm. and I like I like them, but 
not into you mushroom see, coffee. You, you get the ads, right? Like the mud water ads oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It's just okay. like how aggressive the advertising is. And now there's like five other things. Yeah. And it's like their main thing is like, oh, it's a coffee alternative. Alternative. And it's like, it's nothing like coffee. <laughs> you know, I have something to say about that. Yes. I have almost fallen victim to buying the mud water so many times. Me too. And I didn't, but I have given up coffee. And so I am oh. on the alt train right now. And you're feeling better? Unbelievably better. Really? Mm-hmm. But I have always been very sensitive to coffee in a way that it seems no one else in my life is. Okay. Like it makes me really sick and it makes my stomach hurt and it makes me feel crazy. So, um, yeah, it was something I didn't need to be putting in my body every day. Yeah. Um, but I have been replacing it with a chai tea powder that has mushroom and stuff in it. So mm-hmm. I think I am on your not list with that. But okay. it's chai. Yeah. And it's intentionally chai. And I looked for it. I, I didn't want it to be a coffee alt because I just was like, let me just get off of coffee. Yeah. And I like chai tea a lot. So it's been really great. I'm but... a one cup day guy now. Yeah. And that's fine for me. But I can see yeah. how it would be addicting. So yeah, but I the... still respect Thanks. Thank you. And I do matcha. So like I, the teas are nicer too, because it's not as much caffeine in one. So Mm -hmm. I can like, I like it because I can have a chai tea like hot in the morning and then I'll have like a cold matcha in the afternoon. Uh Whereas before when I'd have coffee, I could only have a cup of half decaf in the morning and I like couldn't touch another thing all day caffeine wise Mm because it would just like destroy me. But I always have like afternoon drink cravings. Like messes up your stomach or. Yeah. Yeah. In my brain, like I just get so wiry and i think i struggle with dehydration and like glycemic issues already sure and it would just spike me in a way that's just unnecessary yeah but teas don't do that to me at all i do kind of miss the jolt of caffeine yeah teas don't do that for me but i'm better without it yeah (laughs) so just trying to remember that every time i crave a coffee i'm like you're better without it you're better without it (laughs) yeah for sure oh well that's that's a great list yeah Thanks. Sincere. I appreciate thorough. it. Yeah. Okay. Hit, I, all, hit all the points. You right? really did. You yeah. took us on a full circle journey there. Cool. Okay. I have a question for you real quick before I share share mine. Mm-hmm. Um, how often do you think of the Roman Empire? Oh, that's so weird. You said that. <laughs> we, we, we started Gladiator last night. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Not often, but it's really interesting like how advanced they were. Yeah. They had like heated floors and really? plumbing. And like, um, I only know this because we started the movie last night, but they, at one point they were, I think it was like 280. They were the, they own, they had fourth, a fourth of the population of the planet is, was under Whoa. their rule that much of Europe. Whoa. So that's cool. I mean, not all the time, but man, they were like, they were ahead for sure. <laughs> yeah. Like Seems philosophically so. and everything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Thank you for answering. Um, I'm hot for that trend. Yeah. I can't Let's believe. Bring it back. I can't believe how funny it is. Do you know what I'm talking about? People asking this. No. <laughs> okay. So on Fill TikTok, on TikTok, girls started asking their male partners, boyfriends, husbands, etc., how often they think of the Roman Empire, mm-hmm. and men are answering like once a week, once a day. Like it's just become this trend that like men think about the Roman Empire all the time Whoa. and women never do. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't get over it. The videos are so crazy that I thought it was a joke. Like I thought all the guys were like in on it. And I, now I've been asking all the men in my life this week mm-hmm. and it's been absolutely astonishing to hear people answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I've literally never thought and about the Roman Empire. And I just kind of gush for the Roman Empire just right there too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, after after having this conversation with like 10 people this week, Mm -hmm. I'm now like, wow, I feel lame that I don't think about the Roman Empire because it seems everyone around me knows so much more about it than I do. I don't know anything about it. Maybe it's an innate like male thing. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what it seems is like (laughs) men kind of have it on this like pedestal of like, that's when things were really like they were really cool. The gladiator fighting aspect of it seems to be like a machismo thing that like certain men identify with but like Mm -hmm. a lot of people respond about the philosophical and societal things i'm like i know nothing about it it's so wild yeah that that is i did not know that was trending i will show you some of the videos after it's so crazy yeah (laughs) but most guys literally like they say like 
I don't know, like at least once every day. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hot for that. That's got me entertained for the whole week. I have just been eating it up. You think Mark's going to? I'm going to ask him. You better believe I'm going to ask him. I don't know. I don't know about him. I bet Mark thinks about it sometimes. Yeah. My brother was like, <laughs> I don't think about it that often. And then went on a tangent for like 30 minutes talking about it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, you might not think about it that often, but you clearly know a ton. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's wild. Um, okay. I'm not for, we kind of talked about this already, but mm-hmm. I knew we were going to talk about aliens. So I just wanted to say that I'm not for the government not releasing more information about what they know about the aliens. I don't mm-hmm. like that gatekeeping shit. But what you said about the Mexico case mm-hmm. makes me feel like I need to kind of redact what I'm saying because it sounds like Mexico is trying to tell us some shit. But yeah, I felt frustrated by our government being like, here's a breadcrumb, mm-hmm. but not answering any more questions. Yeah, just, yeah, totally. I feel like we have the right to know. Damn respect. Taking a stance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody's tell got to. <laughs> tell us about the aliens or else. I'm like, That was such a teaser, that whole thing. It Mm -hmm. got people all hyped and like, we were all edging for more (laughs) and they never told us. I mean, there might be more soon. We'll see. But I'm I'm with you. Yeah, that's my stance. Yeah. More information about the aliens. I'd I'd like to watch a translated Mexico one just to see. Yeah, we should should do that. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe you watched it and couldn't understand. I just had it in the background, and they pull out these coffins, and I'm like, is this for real? Those? <laughs> and it had, like, a chat, like, YouTube chat, you know? Have you seen oh, that? Where yeah. it's live? Yeah. And because um, it was streamed from someone here that, like... Oh, okay. So it was all English speakers, and they're like, what the, like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> coffins? Like, they're not about to bring out aliens, and then it's like, Oh, my God. Boom. Yeah, that's crazy. That yeah. That photo is nuts. Yeah. A, a truly a mummified alien. Yeah. Oof. I mean Wow. Nobody will nobody believes it, but I think there is definitely something to it. I'm choosing to believe. Yeah. Today. I want to believe. I want to believe. There we go. Another bumper sticker. Yeah. Oh my god. We've really got <laughs> we've got some good ones. Okay, well, hey, you did it. Fun. We did easy. it. Easy. So fun, so easy. Not even that scary. It's not scary at all. I told you this is a this is a safe space. Yeah, no, you did great. I feel safe. No, it was super fun. I'm glad we just got to talk more. Yeah, and like just relax. Just yeah, chatting. Yeah, plug your stuff. Let's let's get let's get the hot comp followers on the Kilroy shit. Okay, KilroyVTG.com. K I L R O Y VTG.com. That's my website. Mainly rings. Um, I'm about to do a drop next week so probably by mm. the time this is out yeah i mean yeah this is going to come out in the next couple of weeks n- no rush but <laughs> no rush but rush and get those rings um but yeah i should have a new drop and just going to be expanding and kind of do what i do i'll do like story sales of yeah unique clothes or whatever it is i'm feeling kind of that week or whatever yeah vintage posters um might do might do a Kilroy design thing soon and do like maybe a new LLC. Mm. Um, but that's probably like a couple months out, but okay. that might be like a side project that I do soon. Right. But um Kilroy VTG is the Instagram and like and subscribe, baby. Do do whatever you want. But <laughs> that's if you want to check it out, that's what it is. <laughs> and uh yeah. Cool. Thanks for being being on, for being down, for chatting and yeah. educating me about the aliens. It's fun. I'm I'm happy to. There's many more uh, alien conversation that we could have. So cool. Yeah. This is just the beginning. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Fun. <laughs>